0: Today's show was presented to you by Best You Mental Health Clinic. I will have more information about Best You Mental Health Clinic as the week plays on. They are going to be the official sponsor of this show for this week. Um, I've partnered with them and they are supporting me in some of the traveling and things of that nature that I will be doing. It's an excellent, excellent cause, an excellent um, um, clinic and what they do and I'll be talking about that more this week. But in the meantime, you can go to bestumhc.com. What's up, everybody? It's Trey Smith. Welcome to another episode of the College Game Time Podcast. As you can see, I'm live and direct at the American Athletic Conference Basketball Media Days. I'm gonna shoot this video real quick as the intro to today's show because there's still a lot happening right now with the different coaches and players cycling through and I wanna try and get as much content as I can. Very well run event, a little bit different than what footballs was. Um, But today, for today's show, I was able to get about 10 minutes one-on-one with Commissioner Mike Oresko. I was able to ask him about Army. I was able to ask him about potential expansion with a basketball only member i was able to ask him about just his general process when evaluating institutions for expansion uh we talked about several different things it was a very good conversation i felt like and um, i'm gonna play that for you or if you're watching on youtube i'm gonna show it to you here in just a second and uh, if you're listening on one of the streaming platforms uh i'm you're gonna hear it in just a second uh Do want to like just put a disclaimer out there. I know the audio might sound different than how it typically does when I'm in my studio. I've got my uh, travel mics with me and I'm on site. There's going to probably be a lot of on site content this week because not only am I going to be working the American Athletic Conference, I'll also be working uh, the Mountain West conference basketball media days later this week in Las Vegas. And uh, I'll have more on that later this week, but just wanted to give you all an update on how things are going as far as, as, as this week is concerned. Before I get into it, if you're watching right now on YouTube, you know what to do. Like, subscribe, comment at the end, share it with a friend. And if you're listening on one of the streaming platforms, Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, I'm asking you to please leave a five-star rating and a positive review. And without further ado, let's get to the interview. All right, Commissioner Oresco. the big pressing question for me is, are there any updates as of today with uh, Army that you're at liberty to to share? Or I mean, we've seen the latest reports from Dellinger and all that, but I know stuff in that world can change very fastly. And um, just curious if,
1: yeah, we're, we're trying to Trey, we're trying to be under the
0: radar with, with Army. Uh, and, uh, Perfect. You know, to pr- respect their privacy and
1: ours. But, you know, we've, we've had some ongoing talks with Army. Uh, and, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know how long it'll take to reach a, a conclusion one way or the other. Uh, but, you know, all I can say is, you know, we, we have had some ongoing and,
0: and just with stuff that's already out there in terms of it being a football only type of conversation, mm-hmm. would that be accurate?
1: Yeah, it would definitely be football only. Army is very comfortable in the Patriot League, with just as Navy is with basketball and Olympic sports. This would be strictly if Army wanted to play in our conference in football, uh, like Navy does.
0: And in that same vein, with today being all about basketball, do you foresee or is there any conversations of with the most recent soon-to-be departure of possibly looking for a basketball-only type edition that fits the geographical footprint um, similar to how wichita
1: yeah we we've had some talk you know, brief discussions about it within the conference i don't think there's much appetite for that at this point you know what we didn't want to do trey is become too much of a hybrid conference mm-hmm. it's one thing to have you know, one or two football only or one or two basketball only. You know, granted, we could add another basketball only. It wouldn't radically change things. But in the old days, you know, with the Big East, you had a whole bunch of schools that played one sport, a bunch of played another. We we tried to avoid that. Are there some schools that I guess we could look at down the road in basketball? Sure, but really no plans at this point. We we love having Wichita in the conference. They've been great. Um, And, you know, if we had a couple of football onlys, that'd probably be the limit you'd
0: want. Sure. Um, I heard you talking just a second ago about the having a really good media deal right now with ESPN, mm-hmm. which, yeah, I mean, it's for this group, it's the best. I mean, that's a fact. With all the transitioning and some of the turnover that's just been happening and the way the landscape's shifting, mm-hmm. you know, that's pretty ironclad deal. Do you foresee that changing at all between now and when that's set to be
1: i don't think so right? i mean it, it we've got about 10 years to run on it it gives yeah. us real stability uh they've helped us out when we've needed to expand and they don't they don't get involved in that we we have to once we make a decision yeah. on expansion we have to go to them and see financially how well it'll be treated but they really are it's a, a kind of a, a a myth about espn that they're somehow pulling levers and doing that kind of thing no not at all They really try hard to stay out of this
0: Mm. and not
1: influence that at all. They know what's going on. Yeah. But it's more they have to then determine how to react once it happens. Uh, But we are really happy with the deal. I think they are, too. I don't don't see any major changes. I mean, we have a look in at some point down the road and we'll we'll talk to them. Marketplace changes, that kind of thing. But um, they've been great to us. I can't say enough about how much they've meant to this conference. Absolutely. if you think about all the exposure, that's what built this conference, you know. Yeah. Especially uh, football with all those ABC appearances and, and the championship game on ABC eight straight years. ESPN showed a lot of confidence in us, and uh, you know, and they didn't have to at the beginning, you know. And so I, I'm I'll be forever grateful for what they've done for the conference.
0: Well, and something I've I've shared a lot on my platform is is how much being in this conference benefited, particular teams like Houston and UCF to to. You know they, they made the decision they made but I, I think there's a lot of credit that goes to the partnership and the, the being a member of the american conference and the level of investment that they began to make which kind of leads me to this is it seems like you're very strategic and very good at partnering with institutions and in getting them to invest in their programs in becoming a part of the american conference could you just talk me through what what's that process like i mean you've you've just obviously you talked about it with this we got six new institutions. i um, sure there was a lot of conversations. There was a lot of, str- you know, a lot of strategic efforts that went into that. What do you typically look for when you're making those decisions? And then what type of investment are you, I mean, are you asking them to make? Are you requiring them to make? I, I'm just curious. It just seems like there's yeah. a lot of effort that goes into that process that I don't think people really appreciate. So I'm just curious what Great question. I mean, that's a great question because the truth
1: is this conference is built on the idea that we have to be competitive. That we don't have the traditions of some of the other you know, major, and we consider ourselves a major conference, but we don't have the uh, flagship state institutions that the others have. We don't have that long history, that long tradition. So we insist that people invest. Now, we don't require it per se. It's not written anywhere that you have to have a budget of X or you have to do this. but. But we absolutely put pressure on all of our schools to invest because the goal of this conference, Trey, and I, I don't even know why it would exist otherwise, is to be right there with the five. Absolutely. And now it's right there with the four. Mm-hmm. And and that was the goal all along that you do not want to have second class citizenship for your student athletes, period, or your coaches or your administrators. And that's been a mantra of this conference from day one. And a minute we lose that, I think we're finished. Mm. I hope we never do. And, you know, when people say, well, why don't you guys have a G5 tournament or a G5, you know, championship? I say, well, then you're just pretending you're a minor league. Mm. You're saying you're not playing at the same level the other guys are. And we will never accept that. And, yeah, we've got this label. I hope we can get rid of it. It's not the easiest thing in the world to get rid of it. But, you know, in the end, uh, you know, you got to fight.
0: Absolutely. And,
1: and that's the whole purpose of this conference. It's a group that could invest. We're, we're, we're at that level, you know, Look, if, if I were commissioner of some of the other conferences don't have the resources that have budgets of 10 or 15, 20 million dollars, mm. um, ask them to suddenly go to 60 or 70 or 50, is, is it maybe a bridge too far? Maybe it's not fair, maybe, you know, they, and, and they can be competitive, at their, you know, even with, with that budget. Look at what we did without a lot of TV money. Yeah. But on the other hand, the schools in our conference, we've picked them primarily because they can invest. You know, Rice can invest. They've got you know, a huge endowment. Now, Charlotte's in a major metropolitan area. The U- FAU has Miami and they potentially can tap donors. They're mm. very excited about the program now. The other thing is the exposure of our conference has really led to an awareness among donors, among others. And, and sure, there's this business, oh, I gotta get to the P5, I gotta get to the, you know. And it's, we've been a victim of our own success. You know, we've lost four teams now to the, to the so-called P5. Yeah. Um, and that's a problem. But I guess it's it's a good problem because it means your teams are right there.
0: Well, I, it reminds me of Billy Bean and Moneyball sometimes, yeah. you know. He yeah. brings those players in. They develop, and, you know, they make their decisions. But it shows you're running a solid program, in my opinion. It's To your point, It's it speaks to the quality of the conference that's being run because yeah. um, we also don't see those big conferences necessarily looking elsewhere. They don't.
1: They always look to us. <laughs> and I think that's a tribute to our guys. It's, it's also – a problem for us of course sure because you want stability you'd love to have people stay in your conference not always looking for greener pastures sure. but it means that we have been successful and, and it also makes my point about the fact that we have been a p5 a p6 we, look at it, you're taking a, literally a third of our conference now yeah you know, and, and and also have eyed others others have been in the mix you don't hear about these other conferences having teams that anybody's you know identifying the p5 and if there's you know if there's more change down the road in some of these conferences who will they look to they'll probably look to ours which creates an issue for us of course because you got to keep replenishing and it's not that easy you know you want to make sure you can still get schools fortunately this round we were able to get schools like utsa san antonio they're investing and they've got a great fan base there you know rice has got the revenue north texas is a big school right in the dallas area oh yeah they can invest
0: Huge UAB, alumni base. Yep,
1: UAB, there's tremendous support for football, especially in Birmingham. You know, we've got Charlotte, huge banking center, we got FAU. So this time around, I think we got schools that could do it. Next time around, if we have to go through this again, I don't know if we have to go through to the same level, might be harder to find schools that can invest at the level Mm. and you know army we think it's a different it's a national service academy so it's a little different situation Mm -hmm. and we think their program is just terrific and we think they would be extremely competitive in our league we'll see what happens but they're really different because they're a national service academy
0: well in my opinion i'm curious to know your thoughts i feel having not not to go too far into the future here but having. Army, as you just said, with Navy in the same conference. I mean, that's a statement.
1: Yeah, I think it is. I mean, you know, we'll see what happens. But yeah, you know, just having Navy's been wonderful. You know, yeah. We love having Navy in the conference. It's just it, it adds a certain glow to the conference. You know, you have great young men, women, uh, great. Everything about Navy I love. And I love I love their, their commitment, their, their patriotism. It's just been great for the conference. And you, know, you can't have Army, too. Uh, I think that's a home run, but we'll see. It yeah. uh, has a different situation than Navy, and we'll see what they want to do
0: down the road. Last one, and I'm going to really shift gears because it was something you spoke about in the press conference. In fact, one of my sponsors who's sponsoring my, my coverage this week mm-hmm. is called Best You Mental Health Clinic, mm-hmm. and they service uh, 16 and up. Men, women, young, you know, athletes, student athletes, and you reference mental health in your your opening presser. Could you just speak what what type of emphasis? What does the conference like? Maybe my question is: What is the conference's role in that piece? Is it supporting the student athletes or supporting the institutions who support the student athletes?
1: I think it's both. But what we do is we. We uh, commission research into mental health issues. Mm. We try to identify what are the major issues that are affecting our student athletes, and then what we try to do is, you know, talk to the schools about it, talk to, you know, obviously our student athletes, uh, our student, um, me, our uh, you know student athletes governing group. Um, but the main focus has been the pressure student athletes are under are different than yes. 50 years ago or 30 years ago, especially mm. with social media and some of the other things. And second, I think the demands on student athletes are greater mm. you know, with, with practice. I know we've limited practice time, we've done certain things to try to help, but let's face it, we travel with, with the, the amount of exposure now in the media, mm-hmm. the pressures are ratcheted up, and now they have to worry about gambling, and not to say yep. anything intentionally bad, but to be aware of all the pitfalls about sharing information, and things, things you can't do. Yeah, you know, There's a lot of pressure on kids. Mm. And... We thought it would be good to identify what the causes are, you know, try to try to identify the things that we could address with research, um, and we've had a symposium every year at campuses, and some of that research is, is discussed with our student-athletes, uh, with our student-athlete governance representatives. So it's a, it's a combination of helping the schools and also dealing directly with student-athletes but also getting it out there, generating publicity for some of the issues that are affecting student athletes that need to be addressed. And the mental health is something's probably been overlooked for years. Right? Um, and now I don't think it is anymore. Sure. But we've certainly been in the forefront.
0: Well, Commissioner Resco, uh, very much appreciate you take some time to visit with me and our college game time platform. And uh, let's have a heck of a – let's finish this football season and have a heck of a basketball season. Thanks. So there you have it. I mean, you got your update on Army. We got, you know, he, he the, the, the basketball piece not, it doesn't sound like it's on the immediate radar, but it doesn't sound like it's also completely off the table. So we'll see how this plays out. I'm sure they're going to see things through with the Army situation first and get that figured out and handled. Uh, as he said, no timeline on it at this point. They're just continuing to work and make progress. Um, the promising thing i took from that interview was he doesn't seem to think that the media deal at least how i how i processed it in real time was that the current media deal with ESPN is not in any kind of jeopardy with any of the turnover and realignment, moving and shaking that's happening, which I think is very, very good for the American Conference, as we've discussed on this channel. Out of out of the group of five, out of the you know mid majors, whatever you want to call it, it is the best, most lucrative uh, deal, and also provides quite a bit of linear exposure. So curious to know your thoughts down in the comments based off hearing that straight from the commissioner you know what are your thoughts what do you think how are you feeling and um uh yeah i'm going to continue now i think for the rest of this show i will include um some different from Clips of content that I was able to get throughout the day talking to some of the different coaches and student athletes, whatever I can get in. Is there a player that uh, is not getting talked about right now? And I'd like to hear from all three, if possible, that you have expe- high expectations for this year and being a contributor, but maybe isn't getting as much press right now. Uh, I don't
2: know. Maybe they can talk first. I'm just thinking someone that's
1: not being talked about, haven't already
0: been talked about. Um, Maybe a surprise. I, mean, well,
2: I think Jordan's been talked about. Maybe he hasn't. Been, if, that is, if he isn't, then it's the guy. <laughs> that's the guy, Jordan Brown, as far as like if no one's talking about. Him. Jordan Brown is um, it's a guy that's um, pretty special down in the post.
0: And in this new look conference, is there a game that you're most looking forward to? Oh. I'm not looking forward to like, This one
1: particular game, it's just, to me, it's challenging ourselves on what, what are we going to do this year? Every game, because every game is important to us.
2: It's not like we deserve I'm not trying
1: to
0: pick one. <laughs> I'm going to stay in that same vein. How do you sustain that? In other words, you had the run, you know, new season's coming up. You just talked about you got a taste of playing at the highest level. Uh, and really 'd like to hear from both of you on it, but how do you how do you make that a sustainable sort of year to year expectation that you 're looking to achieve? not necessarily making a run to the final four, but just like being that team
2: I think it starts with our day to day approach, um, obviously not getting caught up in, in the egos and just, just remembering what it took to get us there, obviously we had to put in crazy work every single day and in the preseason as well, and I think if we sustain the process to get us there and keep that the most important thing, then I feel like we'll end up in a good spot come March, come April.
3: The same. We, we can't chase that outcome, but we can uh, continue to, to work to our identity and we have a frame-by-frame approach where even smaller than possession by possession, we want to work with, with the, the, in a detailed approach every single day. So um, we have to maintain our, our level of aggression, our confidence, and, and make sure because there's a, a, a different level of attention on us that we don't play uh, to that attention and, and it doesn't make us tight or afraid to fail. Because one of the things that made us successful it was our fearless approach, and we plan on doing that again, and just trusting that the outcome will be what we what we want it to be. At
0: the end of the day. Coach, would you mind talking a little bit more about that? You caught my attention, frame by frame approach. Is that is there a practical application of that? Like whether it's in practices with drills, like what what does that look like?
3: everything we do we we try not to let whether the ball goes in the hole or not affect how we feel about the way we're playing and whether it's offense we simply gauge it by we want to play good basketball every single possession and trust that over 70 possessions which is our goal per game that we're going to score enough points per possession to win the game so it's 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 simply living breathing uh, the process approach to it and then defensively uh, we pause the film regularly, just randomly in the middle of of play, just to check our habits and our mentality, and make sure we're we're doing the right things at all times. And once again, we feel like we do that because of the talent in and room, because of the uh, unique abilities and traits of our players, then so, that will be more than enough to win over seventy possessions.
0: Is there a player on the team that may be under the radar that had whether you want to call it a surprise off season that could I don't want to use the term "burst onto the scene," but could surprise some folks this year. I'd like to hear from from both of you as far as who that might be. Who, who do I need to be watching that that maybe no one's talking about right now? I would say uh,
2: probably I would say Nick Ford. Uh, he's just been through a crazy amount of adversity, and he just continues to progress each offseason. He's looking really good right now, so I would say he's a. Uh, breakout players that you guys have to watch for.
3: I agree with B.J. Nick Boyd had a phenomenal summer. The amount of work that he puts into his game and, and the amount of drive and passion he has to improve is, is something that, that I've never seen over 20 plus years of coaching. I think Giancarlo Rosado had a great summer uh, working in, in, in a different way, where he's, he's trimmed his body down, he's gotten more athletic and than uh, black Gold. I think both of our centers, and then we have a couple of young guys that I think made a big jump but for the players that, that have done it uh, time and time again in the game, I would say Nick, Jay uh, Carlo, and Vlad and Sloan.
0: My last question is this new conference. Some teams are going to be familiar that, that came in with you, but is there a game on the conference slate that you're most looking forward to playing this year?
2: Um, I mean, there's a lot of hype around towards the end of our season, the Memphis game. So that'll be interesting, but honestly, we're not trying to circle any games and, and just look at those. We're just trying to take every game uh, you know, game by game. Frame and, by frame. Exactly, right? frame by <laughs> frame and, and have the same approach. You know, There's obviously some games where you might have a little more motivation to play well, but we're just trying to come with the same mindset every game. I uh, have East
3: Carolina circled on my calendar because that's our first conference game we play all pre-conference to prepare ourselves to be able to be playing good basketball and conference play. So That's when it starts. And then hopefully that last, that last week, in, first week in March, last week of the season, we're still competing for a championship with the championship on the line.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts